Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 283. Today, I'm going to give you three specific steps to help you build momentum for your 2023 non-diet goals, but ultimately to help you take action when you're feeling that pushback, when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling that sense of resistance. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. I don't know about you, but I get so hyped up when it comes to goal setting. Something about a new year, a new month, a new week just gets me motivated, gets me excited, kind of gives me that clean slate feeling or momentum to get started. But lately, I have felt so freaking stuck. There's been a lot of things going on in our life personally, a lot of things going on professionally. I'll save that for a later podcast once we get through it all. But I've been feeling so stuck, so overwhelmed with just taking the next step. So I've been doing a lot of marinating and researching and listening and reading about what do you do when you're in this space? Now, whether it's food and nutrition and fitness goals, or I know you're the type of listener who has bigger goals for yourself beyond your body, beyond the scale, and it can feel really daunting to decide where to start or what needs to happen first. And I really encourage you, if you haven't already, go back and listen to some previous episodes that we've done about goal setting, because today I want to give you specific action steps for when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling that I have so much to do, like I just want to go take a nap. Like I don't, I can't do anything because I have everything to do, right? I too have felt so overwhelmed with all the life things happening. And it's easy to just feel paralyzed by that overwhelm. Maybe you've had that feeling where you know logically what you need to do. You know why you need to do it. You've identified it's important to you. It's a priority. But at the same time, you just don't do it. You write it down in your to-do list every single day, but it doesn't get done. So today I invite you to just get curious with me as we dive into this. This is going to be a super quick episode today because I want you to then take that extra time in your day, in your in your week, in your month, whatever it is, to pause, to press pause, take pen to paper, and really think about what it is that you want for your life. Tip number one is to identify the obstacle. So let's say your obstacle is, I can't stop eating or snacking late at night. Or maybe the obstacle is, I've identified that movement is really important to me, but I just, I can't work out. I can't get to the gym. I've tried working out at home. Like I've tried all these different things, but I just can't find a routine. Maybe 
the obstacle is, I want to spend more time with my family or my friends. But for some reason, I just, I can't shut it down at work or I can't get home early enough or I can't say no to whatever it is that's getting in the way, that's creating the obstacle or that challenge or that hurdle that's preventing me from doing the thing that I want to do. So what's the obstacle? I know that sounds so obvious, but so often we don't even stop to go, why am I feeling this way? What's the issue here? But ultimately, what's the purpose for doing this thing? Or why is this thing bothering me? So let's say can't stop eating or can't stop snacking at night. Why does this bother me? Maybe because it's leaving you feeling guilty. Maybe you're feeling shameful around food. Maybe you physically don't feel well when you wake up the next day. Or maybe the obstacle is you can't get out of bed in the morning. And the purpose or the why this is bothering you is because you know that when you get out of bed in the morning, when you create a morning routine that includes listening to good stuff or, you know, moving your body or having, you know, some quiet time and enjoying a meal before you head into your day, it makes you feel really good. So that's the first thing. Before we move forward, we have to identify what is the obstacle and what's the purpose for doing this or why, why is this bothering me? The next step is we have to examine your current beliefs. This is where those intuitive eating principles come in, like rejecting the diet mentality or challenging the food police. But again, you can use this regardless of the goal that it is, regardless of the area, because we all have ingrained beliefs about everything, right? Because of how we were raised, because of our life experiences, because of those around us and how we're exposed and our thought processes. So what do you currently believe? Let's go back to the food or I can't stop eating or snacking at night example. I believe my current belief, if I really pause and think about it and I can get honest with myself, I currently believe that I'm bad for snacking in the evening, or I currently believe that I shouldn't be eating late or snacking in the evening. Now, again, examining your current beliefs, this isn't I always tell this to my clients, you know, it's, we're just looking at the dots. We're identifying the dots. You don't have to connect the dots. You don't have to really do anything with them yet, but can you start to just build that awareness? What do you believe about yourself when you don't get out of bed early in the morning like you want to? Or what's the story that you're telling yourself when you're not going to the gym? What do you currently believe about what it is you're doing or not doing? But then I would also challenge you to think about what are my beliefs if I do do this thing and see where in that thought pattern you can start to change that belief or shift that belief or is there new information that you need to know in order to help you shift that belief. So for example, the stop eating or snacking late at night, maybe the current belief is I feel guilty and you have to really work on shifting that belief that no, that's not true. The reality is I just am not eating enough throughout the day or I'm really stressed and food is my currently one of my main coping skills. So what do you currently believe and what do you need to believe or shift that belief? That That's kind of step two, maybe a step 2.1. And the last step to help you build that momentum is to take the smallest action 
that will help create consistency over time. So I'll give you another example. Let's go back to the getting out of bed. Let's say you really want to get out of bed in the morning so that you can have a better morning routine. But go back even further. Like what is the first step? The first, the smallest action step is, let's say, ripping the bed sheets off of yourself. Once you hear the alarm, you rip the bed sheets off. What that does is that creates that cold feeling because you don't want to get out of bed because you're warm and that's really been holding you back. But if you get in the habit and you start practicing just that one thing, you don't worry about what you're going to do after once you get out of bed, but you just focus on lifting the covers to get that burst of cold. That's going to be the action step to then build that momentum, right? We know that action creates confidence. Okay. I'll give you another example. Maybe the smallest action is scheduling a therapy session. I don't know about you, but for me, I kind of need that built-in accountability. And so I love the idea of recruiting a professional or a friend or, you know, scheduling a class or a trainer, something. And it doesn't always have to be cost. You know, you can get really creative here with different apps or tools or, you know, friends or family members to help you hold you accountable and create that kind of extra layer. And again, when we talk about accountability, it's not in the diet sense. Remember, we don't diet here anymore. So it's not accountability in a shameful way. It's sharing your goals and being honest about what you need as you process and continue to work through them yourself. Maybe the action step is, you know, finally making that appointment to meet with the dietitian. For example, our small group and our alumni members, they already know that we meet the first Monday of the month. And so they have that built in action that allows them to create that consistency because they already know it's already on their calendar that they're going to show up to this group every single month for the rest of 2023 to help them stay focused and in the right headspace towards their non-diet goals. I love this quote I want to share with you that I heard from another leader in the industry, guide culture. They're amazing. But it said, relentless pursuit of doing the basic things with excellence makes you unrecognizable. I'm going to say that again. Relentless pursuit of doing the basic things with excellence makes you unrecognizable. So I want you to ask yourself, what is one basic thing I can do today that's going to make me a better person? And when you're feeling stuck with all the things you need to do, often it's not about you know your body. It's not about your food. Peel back to just like your basic self-care needs and ask yourself, What's the basic one thing, one tiny action that I can do today or every day or most days because I'm human and I'm not perfect? That's going to make me feel that shift, feel those baby steps towards my goals. And if you're ready to take the leap on your non-diet journey, we invite you to join our Reboot Bootcamp small group. We start January 9th. We'll put the link in the show notes. And really, this group is for anyone who is looking to not only heal their relationship with food and fitness in their body, but find more in your life to create a life that allows you to dream bigger, to think bigger, to expand your thinking, and ultimately focus on the things that matter most when we're not so hyper-focused around food and fitness, because we trust our bodies, we can eat and move in a way that feels good without overthinking it, and when we're confident in ourselves you know, not just our body physically, but mentally, emotionally, when we have that resiliency, oh my gosh, 
watch out world. Like I kid you not, the things I watch the women that I work with achieve, it's bananas because they become a different person. They become relentless in pursuing the basic things of eating and nourishing and moving their body, like I said, in a way that feels good. And that makes them unrecognizable in the best way possible. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.